Welcome, everybody, to a Doko Nerd Network podcast. My name is Anthony Ryuguchi, and here with a few friends in the Delaware County area, we get in a basement and we talk about a certain topic. Today's topic is going to be the Game Awards 2023 predictions. Here to discuss and predict, as always, the triple threat, Chris Trio. Gooch, we're coming up on two of my favorite times of the year. Yeah. One of them is the Game Awards. And yeah, the absolutely. Other one is, of course, Christmas? My birthday. Oh Actually, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> it's the year; it's it's the best year, of the uh, best day of the year. Uh, twenty eighth, uh, right? Yeah, twenty eighth and yeah. December seventh, the same night as the Game Awards. He he really likes doing it around that time of the year, Jeff. Which I don't mind. I like it. I like the first week of I December. I have to be actually. constantly reminded that I can't watch the Game Awards this year. It's actually like, dude. I, Gooch called me. Let's and just, I had to console let's him just, for two let's hours. Just, let's just talk <laughs> about that really quick. <laughs> I won't be able to host my annual you know Game Awards thing because I bought tickets. For Mother's Day, for my mom to Andrea Puccelli, who's like, like you know, like um, um, uh, what's the song from the Catalina Wine Mixer? Um, oh, uh, time yeah. to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. That's Andrea Puccelli. He sings that song. Originally. Say goodbye. Like, you know. I see. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 That's Andrea Puccelli. So we're going to see him, and I no forethought about this. I'm like, oh, December. Cool. It's like, so far. When did right. you make the when, when did you make the plan? June. Yeah. I mean it's so far. And I was it's, like, it might I, as well be another like, planet. Like I remembered it. My mom was like, oh remember Andrea Bocelli's coming up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's on a Thursday. Or like it's on I knew it was a weekday yeah, night. Yeah, I like, knew it. And I was just like like my mom said that and I like like Wait, oh, first week <laughs> my That's when it God. happened. And I like check the date and I'm like Oh my god. I'm like, I can't believe I've I fucked up. I did this. I mean <laughs> I did so this. <laughs> this is my fault. But yeah, so some scheduling conflicts, dude, very adulty things. We're gonna we were we're gonna miss Kojima? Yeah. GTA six? Well, I mean I'll be watching. Oh uh, yeah, you'll be yeah, watching. Yeah, I'll be, it. I'll but be you'll be say. like, it would have been better if Gooch was. There. It would have been nice. It would have been it's always nice to have us over here every every year. It's always a good time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah. I I love hosting the game awards. I'm pissed. I'm just like, dude, you don't get it. It's probably like be there the closest... being like you know that that meme with that kid with the big vein? Like that's gonna be me. I'm gonna do like Kojima's on and stage. You're just gonna right try now. not to like right catch, now. check your phone. And then I have to yeah. wait till the next day to watch it. Because it's like, you know, and I mean, you're gonna know. Like, are you gonna go blackout on everything that comes out? How can I? I I'm like, there's no way. Like, like, you know. But I'm just gonna, dude. I'm gonna be late. The the FOMO. It's real, man. I'm, I'm like not in good shape. Sorry to hear that. Devastated. I understand. It's, it's a tough time for us all. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for your sympathy. (laughs) Um, So before we jump into our game award predictions, we like to you know shoot the shit like we're already doing, but talk about what's been going on. And most of the games we're probably going to be talking about, we're going to talk about today. So we probably won't be doing that much game deep dive. But trio, do you have anything to add other than Spider Man, Starfield, Alan Wake, Metal Gear Solid? I have AC Mirage in here. <laughs> yeah, geez. Uh, no, not re- I mean, I've been uh, playing Alan Wake and enjoying it. You know, not too much to report on that. We'll, of course, go more meaty once we get to it. But yeah, we're man, that talk game about is, it is pretty fucking great oh, and, and a so lot of fun good. and very atmospheric so far. I've, I've been really enjoying it. Uh, other than that, you know, just watching some stuff. Gen V, I finally finished up on. I don't know if I talked about that since I finished. No. Dude, we So um, we haven't recorded a monthly since, like, the begin 
I would say like the first week of October. Whenever I got right. back from Iceland, it was no, like the okay, week after. It's been a while. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, listen, if you like the boys, I think you'll like it a lot. It's the, the characters are a lot stronger than I would have expected. It definitely ties into the boys pretty heavily. So I would say watch it yeah, if you, you're interested. You, you were saying to me it's like uh, the boys season 3.5. Exactly. Uh, yeah, or 4.5, whichever the latest yeah, one is. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get to it. I would absolutely recommend checking it out. I'm sure it's not anything they couldn't catch you up on within the first 10 minutes of the boys season 5, which yeah, they probably will. that's not high roll. You know but I, I think it's worth checking out. There's just one thing that really kind of annoys me with it is how like general all their superpowers are. Like, one person can swap sexes is very... That's interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> Actually, very cool. Ca- I, I like that character a lot. But she, he, they also have, like, super strength, but then also project, like, sonic balls. So I'm like, okay. Then another guy, like... So, like, has, uh, some, they have you, like, a unique ability, but then on top of it, it's, like, strength. Yeah, but speed. but then some people don't have that. Some people, like, a girl can just make you do things by touching them. By by her touching you and uh, like so that's like Spider Woman stuff yeah a yeah, little bit like amounts. influencing and uh, influencer powers <laughs> exactly like exactly and there's some really interesting kind of plot elements to use with that but uh yeah I would highly recommend it I think it's a lot of fun this was a little bit in October because of the Halloween stuff but I was playing a ton of horror games as well as I watched Talk to Me which is a very good horror movie it came out pretty recently it was getting a lot of buzz it's about like a bunch of friends who do like a seance with like a mummified, not a mummified. Ouija board? What's the, not a Ouija board. It's like a hand. They, you grab the hand and you say, talk to me and all the, and like, that's the plot and you know, some spooky talk things ensue, me. but I, it's not a mummified Ooh, hand, but like a, uh, it's literally a, a severed hand. Me. What's the word I'm looking for? I guess it is mummified. I don't know what you're trying to say. Either way. Like a, like a Like petrified? it's a real hand. A petrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's been to a morgue. What do they do thing? in a morgue when, before you are going to go in the ground? They, they like get you ready. You? Yeah, I can't. There's a word for it. Anyways, it's very scary, very kind of wild. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And if you you know like horror movies, I would I would say check it out. Other than that, I've been catching up on Invincible, which has been pretty started. cool so far. I'm only an episode in. Uh, they don't did they only release two episodes, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, man, that's been something I've been waiting on for a while, and I'm yeah, excited that yeah. back in. See, I might just wait. I might build. I, I would up. not. I would not begrudge you for doing that. I still think did it with Loki. You know, absolutely no, and I yeah. think it really works with certain shows. But yeah, I I'm, think I think doing that show in a week was like benefited it. Oh, for sure, it definitely yeah, feels that, like more of a movie for like uh, more akin to watch it that way. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like Invincible. That's that's a comic book character I still know little to know nothing about, and I'm kind of yeah, happy I about would, that. Yeah, I would like if you're gonna go into the comic, just fucking do it. Yeah, and I'm if you're not. I'm just not. Don't. I'm not, and I, I've managed to avoid all like the spoiler talk about it. I really have. Yeah, I'm just next like, to I'm no just idea like, of like what's happening. Omnipotent when it comes to Invincible, I'm just like, <laughs> I know so much. It's just coming. If only into you my knew head. what I knew. Uh, you know, other than that, just been I, I was diving back into Starfield a little bit, which yeah, I saw uh, that. you know has been actually a lot of fun catching up on some other things. Baldur's Gate, man, I'm just finding it hard to get on a rhythm with it. Like I got back You've into it last this, night, this but is I did. A, like, this is your thing, yeah. And I I kind of went with it a little bit more the other week. I felt like I was on a good roll, but now I got to a spot where just the combat it really does take it off for me. So I I don't know. We'll see how it keeps going with Applecooch. What have you been playing? Why I got two platinums to update you on, Trio. Ooh. One that I got today. One a little bit a while ago. And a game that I might bring up today while we talk about the Game Awards predictions. Uh, I finally platinumed Octopath Traveler 2. It took me like 120 hours. Jeez. Big meaty RPG. You know how it is with those games. 
Um, not as bad as the first one. I, I think when I platinum the first one, 100 percent it because I played on Xbox. Because uh, weirdly enough, this is only on PS5. I know. That is uh, weird. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, the first one is not on PlayStation either, which is even stranger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like going through Octopath One, there was so much you had to do, and the game, like one of my biggest complaints about Octopath One, it's like, okay, like great, I'll go for all the chests, but like. You give me no UI to tell me how many I have and where I don't have them. Same with, like, bestiary, things like this. I'm like, where is this information? Some quality of life like, stuff. I'm totally fine with getting all the chests, but, like, when I have to keep a spreadsheet That's rough. to f- figure out, like, all, like, 600 chests... And I forget one, and I miss one, and I gotta go back, and that's what I had uh. to do a lot with Octopath 1. Luckily, Octopath 2... Still doesn't have any of this quality of life, but doesn't have those trophies. Oh, that's um, good. Just like, you know, finish the game, get all the stuff, get the super boss, whatever. You know, N- nothing right. nothing crazy difficult. But a lot of people really like this game to enough where they were like, you know, like game of the year. I heard a lot of people say Octopath 2 was their game of the year, which is strange. Because I was like, I think I like Dishonored 2. I think this game came out at a weird time for me. Where I just could not appreciate it, hmm. and I and it was something I literally played from when it came out in March to only in October. Remind me what kind of game it is. It's a JRPG. Okay, so it's like the two D three D hybrid pixel right, style. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So on top of all the games that came out, this has just been looming in my my like backlog. Me like slowly chipping away at it, hmm. and I think it just like ruined the whole experience for me. That sucks. Like it, it kind of sucks this year because like even like we were talking about Spider Man two today, another game I've been playing, and I'm like I I got to the Venom part. We all know Venom's in the game, so that, 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 gives, that gives you Venom was just introduced. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And I'm just like, dude, how am I not finished this by now? Like it feels longer than it is, but I'm playing Alan Wake two. I was gonna say, I, yeah. you know, I finished Mirage. I'm playing, uh, you know, Metal Gear Solid three. Uh, I'm playing a little Halo Infinite. Um, there's just like too much on my plate. So like just slowly getting rid of stuff, like fully, just like get out, like yeah, don't like we're done. see ya. Yeah. Now I don't, and I'm not putting more on. So I think Octopath 2 was just the victim of the first game that came out that followed me all year and did not benefit from every other game that came out. That makes sense. Um, and then the other game I platinum, which you played, which we got to talk about, and I'm surprised it wasn't on your list, Trio. I'm sure. Devil and Me. Oh, we played yeah. it together. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, Hard I mean, game again, night. it's been a while. Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's so funny. It was like how, a how did you like uh, Devil and Me? That was your first time uh, partaking I, yeah, was, in uh, in the uh, the horror night. For- you know, it was a lot of fun playing with everyone. I think it it wasn't as bad as Man and Medan. I think it was a little unsatisfying in some realms because so many people died for us and i think yeah we lost probably everybody everybody <laughs> which so. has never happened we've had what ev- can i say we're breaking e- rules here every yeah. year we've always had like a slightly like different ending like we've never kept everyone alive um and then a few uh, like you know like in little hope it was like a weird one but like in house of ashes we had like one guy survive mm. uh in quarry I think we did like two endings. We ended up like going back and doing like the very end, like again, really quick and right. like getting like a different ending. Hmm. But I, you know, I think it was like a few people, like I think actually one person died in the quarry. In the quarry. Now they think about it. And this, we just lost fucking everybody. everyone went down the tube. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, those guys over Supermassive. Yes. Make some really amazing and interesting stories for the most part. Yeah. I, I 
I love how you can kind of play in that party style too. That's the first Dude, time I've ever so done that. Dude, it's so fun. I think it's I, very different and interesting. I, I really think I know those games like they're kind of long, like seven hours. Yeah, but I really feel like when you have like a group of people and you're all kind of talking about the story as you're going, and like there are some places that are just like gameplay, and like you can shoot the shit and you're talking about it, and like it. it I think it really enhances those experiences. I totally uh, agree. For those games, yeah. Uh, I do want to play House of Ashes too. That's yeah, all you I, need I, oh, I got to. it for it was on sale. I got yeah. it for like five bucks, so yeah. I just need to literally. And, play and, it. and Devil and Me is right up above Man and Medan. It's not bad. It's just like not the best. Yeah, I don't it's, know. Why. It's, it's a it's, bit. You know what it is? I think it's a bit base because it's 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 about H H Holmes. So it's like serial killer. Yeah. Like you're in a house, you're getting killed. Like there's no. Big, yeah. big thing about it. Whereas, like the other games, like there's always something a little bit out of whack. Yeah. with it, like you find out. Like, yeah, like little- Madan was the the the, the hallucinogen right or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, little hope is like the dude is like like the whole thing's like imagined. Yeah. Like the dude has PTSD, and I'm like, whoa! Mm-hmm. Like not not one point did they hint that, but yeah. House of Ashes. Oh my god! I gotta give it. And a play. you know what's funny? You can miss the big thing with that too. Really? Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like that, I I love, but like a part of me hates. I, yeah. I think it's great that you can miss it and that they make that a, a possibility. But yeah, I don't, and, it did feel like we were missing something with our playthrough. Uh, like we actually kind of didn't. Um, it's interesting. just like we we like put the clues together. Like we found out who the yeah. killer was, mm-hmm. but like. We kind of just got the bad ending, but like the other ending where uh, where everyone does he talk at all? No, he never never does. does. All right, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So the character that got killed, my character, Aaron, she actually talks about like they're at this point where like you know I was a kid and like I didn't talk for like a while, like and he's like doing that. He's like in between two different people. Like, he doesn't know who he is, so he's, like, not ta- talking. So they were kind of, like, explaining, like, the psychological yeah, reason the of why he's not yeah. talking. Hmm. But, yeah, p- pretty good. And Supermassive is learning with their trophy list. This one, two playthroughs only. The one we did, and then I had to save everybody, which is fine. I'm cool with playing the game again. And then I did, like, I'll say, like, a almost half another playthrough, and then I just had to go back and, like, clean up some collectibles. But, like, no time at all. Some of the, like, Little mm. Hope took me, like, six-plus playthroughs. Jesus. I'm just like, okay, like, I, I, like, know this game by heart, and I'm just, like, letting the, the cutscenes go, and, like, I just need to get this one part to this one thing, and then I gotta, like, get to another place. It's, like, rough. Yeah, that sounds but, like hell. But uh, Devil and Me was a much easier experience, because they just didn't have, like, a bunch of ending mm-hmm. trophies, where it's, like, get this end, get, like, all four end, like, of the, like different endings like oh like have the girls survive have the boys survive that was like in little hope and i'm like that's so God damn weird it. yeah like, <laughs> like what why the fuck? yeah yeah but it, you know good time overall but we've reviewed ac mirage we've been yes. playing that spider-man 2 we talked about yeah i would have said robocop 2 but you know I, yeah robocop I, mm-hmm. I saw you were playing a little halo infinite i was as actually well. gonna say that last night yeah the, you you reminded me i was just because i saw everyone posting about the three the halo 3 maps that they added that halo 3 mode yeah, I, I I didn't play that yet. It's nice to see it making a bit more of a resurgence. I I'm appreciate it. I mean, dude, it's fun. You know me. I'm very ebb and flow. I was gonna message you to get on last night, but then I was done after wow. two games. One of these times I will gooch, maybe. No, Trio never plays with me. No, I don't play never. with don't don't take it so I don't play with anyone, to be honest. I, I'm I'm not on multiplayer games that often. I don't know why I'll get the hit the itch to hop into Halo every once in a while. Maybe maybe you'll be lucky enough to get one for me tonight, Gooch, when I get home. Maybe. We'll see. But uh, no, it's really fun. It, I gotta say, man, the gameplay was never the issue with Infinite. 
it was just a content drought. Yeah. And they and seem it, to be capitalizing on that much a, more now. It's in a much better Much place. better state. And listen, I can use my fucking visors on every armor, and I can use my helmets on every armor. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Because that should have been how it is from the beginning. Like, I, yeah. It's like little things like that. The only thing I kind of want is I wish I can make some, like, preset customizations within my cores. Yeah. So I can have, like, different, like, loadouts. And you could for, just like, kind of click it and go. I yeah, agree. Yeah, that would be yeah. nice. Yeah. Again, their uh, armor system is just the thing from the beginning I wasn't the biggest fan of. Yeah, and uh, we're going through MGS3 for our re3. And yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't played it much since our first re3 recording, which I guess hasn't gone up yet. I keep for, we record that live though, right? Yeah. So if you were lucky enough to catch it live, you've already seen it. But yeah, yeah it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, that's we're recording that in like a like a week and a half, something around there. Yeah, yeah, like a week and a half. Better get to it. I I wanna, no, I know. I, yeah. I was yesterday. I just, I it's it's one of those things that slipped. I actually started playing again yesterday. Yeah, uh, was like my yeah. Kind of I mean, I'm not that far myself. Oh, I'm. Oh, actually, I I I lied. I'm a, I'm a little bit. I'm like kind of far ish. We'll see. Um, it shouldn't take me much longer. But I got a main. Li- I got to like focus on that and Spider Man a little bit more because we're trying to review Spider Man uh, soon as well. And then uh, the only other thing I have to say is Star Wars uh, Clone Wars has been a little bit on hold. Just so many things going on. So oh, I just like. You know what? I stopped right at the Mandalore stuff with Maul. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm kind of like, once I get back on, I'm be like, oh. Yeah, you'll yeah. be locked in for a bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's I'll, a great story. That's a great I'll arc. I'll be really locked in. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Uh, yeah, and I and I think that's it. Um, hold on, just going back to our stream. Sorry, I had to bring it down oh, for no a sec. So yeah, I think we're doing the predictions thing exactly like we did last year. Thank you if you filled out a form. We appreciate it. Um, it helps us kind of get a sect about what our audience is thinking, what what the people are thinking. And then obviously we're going to talk to our picks as well. We did emit some awards. Uh, let me read them off. And I know a lot of people are really pissed at me about one. It was my choice. I'll, I'll, I'll take the brunt of it. Hold on, let me get back to questions. They're yelling at you, Gooch. Yeah, a few people were like, "Where is this?" So we and I, we omitted. Where the fuck is it? Kid? The reason we omitted this award is is because we have nothing to say about it, or we didn't play the games. Games for Impact, best independent game and mobile game were out this year. A lot of people were like ragging on the independent game. I'm like, I've I've never heard of any of these games. So I've it's, never a, it's played like what even? Any of these yeah, games. I mean, we could just read out the like right, and then just be but, like, "This is what people thought." But I'm like, yeah. it's not really interesting if we don't have anything to say, which is the, which is the point. And that, yeah. that's why, especially for the predictions, because when we do the actual show, we just run through. Each yeah, yeah, we'll like go it. through all of them. Yeah. Um, but so omitted game for impact, best indie game, mobile game, debut indie. VRAR content creator fighting game, which was the only one I was like trio. Like, what are we doing here? Mm. Like, there's like two games on here we don't know. We both didn't play Street Fighter Six and Mortal I, Kombat didn't even make it, right? It no, it's fun. on there. Oh, it's, it is. Oh, I yeah, thought I missed it. Um, innovation accessibility, best sim strategy, sports racing, esports game, athlete team, coach, and event. So there was only like a few additions to this list. Like, largely it was like the same games we omitted because it was like, yeah. you know, we just don't. Who cares about esports? Yes, yes. You know? We don't. I don't, really, I, I, I don't. don't like those esports awards. I just think it's the wrong place for them. I agree. Like, this audience, I think, that does the game awards, I'm like, these aren't your esports people. Like, no. maybe event, I can totally understand. But, yeah. like, coach? Who, who knows any esports coach unless yeah. you're in the esport? 
Like it's a very specific player. one. Yeah, it's 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 an incredibly specific award set. And I, content creator just seems out of touch, in my opinion. Well, I'm like, I like, don't know any of these people. Well, it's just we feel like I don't even know. If Am I out of touch? touch? I was gonna say it's more just maybe we're just not in that realm of like we're not re- like I guess you watch probably do you, you watch streamers more than me? Of course, I, I really don't follow any like full on streamers or anything like that. So just not my cup of tea. Do me a favor, buy buy some time. Buy some time. Well, Gooch. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Actually, you're giving me some room here to, to talk about I, my I, sadness I, uh, over the last couple days uh, with Suicide Squad kills kill the Justice League. I hate to break it to you. I'm already ready. God damn it. <laughs> but you, you can go for it. No, it's okay. <laughs> I just hated the fucking gameplay showcase, and I'm so incredibly unexcited for a game where I play as Captain Boomerang, and he uses his famous Does secret act- weapon... The shotgun. A, a shotgun. Does yeah. he actually have boomerangs? Yeah, on? but he uses them to like speed like, force like, run and like no, teleport. No, no, he has speed force gauntlets. He explains that in the trailer. Well, but he throws a okay, but he, he like speed- loads a boomerang up with speed force something. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then it transports him. <laughs> what? And then your your king shark just jumping around the city like Red Hood was fart jumping around everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> like it's 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 just not at all what I wanted from a Rocksteady game, and That's I'm so like, sad to see it. I, I, I just saw coming over here that Jason Schreier like denied that they ever were working on a a Superman game to begin with. Which that again, Rocksteady denied yeah, it, and, and well, that no, uh, he did not. He said this is not true at all, or something like responding to someone. Which again, I can even you can throw that at, like it does look like they made Metropolis for a Superman game and then just it pivoted. Maybe not. I, I I really don't know. I'll have to take his word for it, but. uh yeah, I don't know. Just playing as like Harley Quinn, King Shark, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot. I don't know. You may get a trailer for that. At the what game you awards. Say? You may get like a launch trailer. No, I know. And the fact that they have to show us a do a four part series of twenty minute deep dives shows me just how I don't uncommi- like how un what's the word? Not confident uh, they uncom- are with the product. Not confident, not confident yeah. they are with the product. And they delayed it for a year. They weren't showing us any UIs. They haven't talked about whatever the Battle Pass bullshit's going to be. It's always online. Fortnite Battle Pass. I am just beside my... I, I was actually like genuinely upset about it last night. I, right. I haven't been that sad. So you, but can be, way. you can be upset about that. I'll be upset about missing the game awards. <laughs> yes, that's fine. We'll both cry All right, so first up, we got Best Performance, awarded to an individual for voice acting, motion, cap- motion and or performance capture. Sorry, I... I'm Sorry, it's gonna be mouthful. There's a lot. Yeah, so we have Ben Starr for Final Fantasy 16. He plays Clive. Uh, Cameron Monaghan for Star Wars Jedi Survivor plays Cal Kestis. Idris Elba for Cyberpunk 2077. Phantom Liberty. He plays Solomon Reed. Yes. Um, Melanie Libbard for Alan Wake 2. She plays Saga Anderson. Neil Newbon for Baldur's Gate 3. He plays Astarian. And Yori Lowenthal, of course, the titular Spider-Man in Spider-Man. The man in the Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Tria, who'd you vote for before I read him off? Is Mr. This- Cameron Monaghan. Uh... I think he was my favorite performance, without a doubt, this year. Uh, Yuri's fine as Spider Man. I was yeah, stuck, I was Yuri for me, this, it's like we've seen him before. As well, but Spider-Man. it's not even like, that. I, like, I don't. He's, I and from where I'm at, I don't think he's doing like. Okay, I get he's like you know black suit Spider Man. There's a little bit like evil in him there, but like I'm like he's been in so many roles where he's like done that already that it doesn't seem like he's flexing any sort of muscle. He's never flexed before. No, definitely. And even like, I don't know, it's, it's not even necessarily down to that for me. It's just like, I, I think his, his performance is good, but like, we'll talk about it more when we get into the Spider-Man review, but it, it feels like it shines more through. It's just super like 
go lucky and chipper and to a point where I'm like, okay, I get it. But that's not his fault. That's the game direction's, uh, you know, idea. So I, I can't take that away from him. I think he's good. But yeah, Cameron, I, I think he's amazing in Fallen Order. I think he has some great moments, especially with uh, Marin and, you know, Seer and all that. I, I think he does a fantastic job in that series. And I, I really enjoy him a lot. You know, I mean, Solomon Reed, uh, he's great, of course. I mean, yeah. he's an actor. Idris, uh, Idris, yeah. he's so good. that like Mr. Alba. I almost feel like it's like a cheat to, to give him... Not I mean, like, cheat, Mads, like, I think Mads Mikkelsen won the year he was nominated so, for Death Stranding. Yeah, but, like, I haven't played Phantom Liberty yet. I kind of want to get to it before the Game Awards happens, like, at least a little bit. Um, I voted for Ben Starr. Um, just because I think, one, I really enjoyed Clive in Final Fantasy sixteen, But, two, I think he, there's always, every year, one game, one voice actor from the... Uh, well, I actually... Like Baldur's Gate, like all of them have become kind of popular. Sure. But like a voice actor kind of like breaks the barrier a little bit and becomes more than just the voice behind the character. Like sure, Ben Starr's sure. presence mm-hmm. on like Twitter has been like a lot and he's right, been yeah. like really active and stuff. And you know, like he's the like Mario just, stuff, yeah, right, like yeah. Clive's voice. Like it, I, I think he also um, he won the Golden Joystick. They oh, that's, that's like cool. a British award, so he already won that. Love it. Um, uh, Neil Newbon to be nominated was pretty interesting. Like, is he a starian? Like, yeah. doesn't like good voice acting, great character, doesn't jump out at me as like an award winning thing. But he does have forty percent of the vote from our poll. Oh wow, he is right. in the lead. So right. with Yuri Lowenthal, Lowenthal and Ben Starr tied for twenty percent, and then ten percent to Cameron Monaghan and ten percent to Idris Elba. So like everyone, <laughs> everyone, everyone kind of has a a tick in the race. Besides, Melanie Libbard as um, as Saga. Here's my only critique about her: that British accent comes through a lot. Really, I actually didn't when notice she says, it all yet. When she says her name, Saga, you can hear it. Saga, yeah, I, I she, haven't noticed it. Actually. Like, listen for it. I wouldn't have known she was British, so now yeah, I'm going to listen to it. Because like, uh, you remember, in like when we were playing Devil and Me, that one the the main girl has an Irish accent. Yeah. And it comes H H yeah. Holmes. Yeah, H H. She that was so bad. The, the one thing that I, I think Saga is like kind of similar. I'm like really? her British accent is really breaking through. That's I can really hear it. I'm surprised that I haven't noticed it as much. You know who? What I'm kind of annoyed at you for telling me uh, that uh, Alan what? Wake's not actually voiced by the guy who uh, plays him. <laughs> so, like, I don't know yeah. why when you're doing, like, the live-action cutscenes, I'm like, I wish I didn't know this, because now I feel like I'm, like, paying attention to, like, is this matching correct? Like, I don't know why. It was, like, really heavily on my mind. But, uh, yeah, I-, I think Cameron definitely takes that one for me, for sure. Hmm. I will Hold listen on. for Saga's uh, breakthroughs, though, because I, I think it's not that one in, in uh, Devil and Me. Hers is so bad. Like, it's every two See, seconds. See, I, I would think Saga's kind of I really got a li- Oh, damn. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Next up, best ongoing game. Awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. So let me tell you right now, this award is copy-paste from last year. Same awards, except... Destiny was taken out and Cyberpunk 2077 was put in. So we have Apex Legends, Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. From our poll to 60 percent uh, of the vote, and this was my vote too. Cyberpunk 2077. I believe I voted for that. What were the other choices again? I'm sorry. Apex, uh, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. Yeah, I definitely did do Cyberpunk because that's the only one I even really. Yeah, we had thirty percent for fourteen and ten percent for um, Fortnite. 
Yeah, like Fortnite's this, almost a given. This <laughs> ongoing game and community support. Like I was talking to, to uh, Jess Sharnagel, friend of the show, about this. I'm like, they are the same award. They're just worded differently, but like it, at the end of the day. Like they're both like hand in hand with each other. Like if you read them, like they like ongoing game is for like the devs supporting it. Community support is for like the community being behind it. But I'm like the for one to happen, the other also has to happen. So for me, Cyberpunk kinda, you know, breaking the barrier again this year with you know Phantom Liberty and its updates, like it kinda just makes sense to give it to well, it. Well, and it was a super consequential update, so it, yeah. it does make sense. And you know, they have kept putting in the time on that game. Came out with a rocky, to say the least, launch. So, it's good to see. Best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op, massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game, genre, or platform. Uh, we have Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. 50% of our vote goes to Baldur's Gate 3 for best multiplayer. I voted Party Animals simply because I looked at these games and I, maybe besides Diablo, Diablo got 10% in our right. thing, Party Animals got 20 and Street Fighter 6 also got 20 So nobody voted for Super uh, Mario, uh, Super or Wonder. Um, I Like Party Animals was like the only game that like, was like, that's a multiplayer game. Like everything else, like is like well, it's it, like inconsequential of it. Like it's not the driver. I was gonna say that with Baldur's. Like I, it's funny because Baldur's Gate. I think you can, it can be a driver if you choose to play it that way. Right. So I guess that's why it. I'm okay with Baldur's Gate taking that too, but I take your point very much. And, and yeah, agree with yeah. That like I, I have a feeling Baldur's Gate three is gonna win. I think so too. Um, just, I think it's gonna sweep a lot of, of awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baldur's Gate three and is rightfully so. I, I can't yeah, say it. Yeah. Best art direction for outstanding and uh, for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. We have Alan Wake Two, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. All right, so here's what I'm going to do for you, Gooch. Take Zelda off that list because it's the same thing. I don't get it. I I don't don't know what the fuck I. What art direction? What are we doing here? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, we've already seen that. You want to talk about a snub of this year for art direction? I feel. I really think Starfield. Atomic Heart oh. deserved a, an art direction. Point. Let's go, like, dude. I, I totally I, I forgot about like Atomic Heart. Whether you like that game or not, I guess from like the, the like narrative standpoint, that it's was like such the a scorn, specific right? Yeah. Yeah. It, like last year, Scorn was up for art direction. I'm like, it, I, I it was, exemplifies. And it. I was replaying it on New Game Good Plus call, a little bit because I, I was I was bored and it's just such a specific and interesting design of of just a society. And with the robots and all the different enemy types, I really think that deserved to be in that slot somewhere for sure. And uh, yeah, I think Zelda you can take or leave out of that. And even like I don't know, I need even to, I need to even see, wonder. Well, I was I need to see wonder. like it's a I Mario how, game. Yeah, what, no, but like but what, I think what you can. Direction? I I think you can maybe tweak that a little bit more depending on like like it's is it two D. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I need to see Wonder. I should have looked into it more, but I don't know. I can l- lend that a little bit more courtesy from Zelda, which is like there are new designs. Don't get me yeah, wrong. There's a lot, right. but like, but like, it's we've seen it. <laughs> it just feels very familiar, like right, already. Right. Whereas like something like an Atomic Heart feels so different and new and out. There. I mean, I think the word is clearly between Lies of P, 
Hi-Fi Rush and Alan Wake 2. Three games that have like very distinct looks Lies and of feel. Lies of P was, I think, my choice for um, sure. Uh, Alan Wake 2 was mine. Um, Hi-Fi Rush had 30%. Um, Lies of P also had 30%. Alan Wake 2 had 10%. Um, Legend of Zelda had two, uh, 20%. And then Mario Brothers had... Um, 10%. So everyone voted, you know, pretty much every like everyone chose everything. Yeah. There wasn't a clear cut winner here. But yeah, I think it's clear like Alan Wake has like an artistic design, Hi-Fi 100%. Rush is an artistic design, and Lies of P, you know, has an artistic design like very unique to them. Um and that that's why I think it, the the award will definitely between be be between those three and whoever wins I I wouldn't really care I wouldn't either um, I would love to I, see Lies of P I could see sure. like it really coming down to Hi Fi Rush or Lies of P Yeah I I agree I tried playing Hi Fi Rush I needed to go back to it again Yeah I, I just I, never I really like gave it a full game. shake because it's funny it's kind of like Xbox's um you know like game for the the game awards Yeah you know which is funny to think and it came yes. out at the beginning of the year so yeah. you can't really blame um recency bias a little bit there it came yeah, out really sure. early yeah definitely um next up best score in music for outstanding music inclusive of score original song and or licensed soundtrack we have uh petri Alenko for alan way 2 borislav slavov <laughs> <laughs> for Baldur's Gate 3, Masayoshi Sokin for Final Fantasy 16, uh, Suichi Kobori for Hi-Fi Rush, and Nintendo Sound Team for Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Leading our predictions, uh, we have Legend of Zelda uh, with 36.4, uh, Alan Wake with 9.1, um, Baldur's Gate with 27.3, and tying up with Baldur's Gate is Final Fantasy 16, which was my vote because I think Final Fantasy 16's music is fucking incredible. Baldur's Gate 3 was a tough, a close one, but it I stuck re- out to me a lot for I, sure. I, I really thought about it, and I'm like, I got to give it to FF 16 because I think that was a really snubbed game this year. We'll talk Definitely. about that more. Yeah, I think the one that's only stuck out to me among those choices are Baldur's Gate. Is Baldur's Gate, I should say. So I, I would probably choose that one, but I don't have a huge pony in that race. Yeah, and I could see Hi-Fi Rush winning. Nobody voted I was gonna for that. that is, it's a music game. It's a the music whole game, game is so based you around the score and music. Yeah. So like, if it won, Were there I would be mad. Music was there original music made for that, or did they just take like I would, certain songs? Yeah, was yeah. there okay? Because I know they uh, had like oh, there is third party music in it. Yeah, that's there? what I thought. There's yeah, like King, no, not right. Kings of Leon. Who is it? Either way, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd be curious to see how that pulls out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, if Hi-Fi Rush won, it would just make sense. It would make it's, sense. It's, it's, the, it's a game literally based around music and beats and sound. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of sound, best audio design, recognizing the best game, in-game audio and sound design. Of course, Hi-Fi Rush has to be up for it. So, obviously, it could d- take it home from what I just said. Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. Pretty tied up. Um Resident Evil 4, 22.2, as well as Spider-Man, Hi-Fi Rush, and then leading it off, Dead Space with 3.3 or 33.3% of the vote. So the only game that wasn't voted for was Alan Wake. Which is kind of surprising, actually. So yeah. it was between Dead Space and Alan Wake for me, personally. Because there are I would agree. I gave it to Dead Space. I did too. I think a lot the- of I know it's a remake. And I'm gonna fight against the remake thing with RE4 with Game of the Year. But I do think they did a pretty decent job 
like recreating like those iconic sounds. We are from absolutely going to have that fight later. Not fight. We're going to actually probably agree on it. I'm saying that fight with the Game Awards. With the, with it's a game. big fight. But um, I, I do think like the sound design thing is a. I guess you know maybe not because they are taking inspiration from the old game and, and just kind of retooling it. But man, when you're walking through that creaky, fucking just like I don't disgusting sounding Ishimura while you hear like the engines going off in the far distance, it's it really kind of settles you in and 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 makes you feel like you're in that ship. They did a fucking fantastic job with that. Yeah, and yeah. it's the only award Dead Space is up for. Like if Dead Space was Game of the Year, I think I'd have to take my own life. But even, like, see, I, I'm, I'm in a, like, I'm in that boat with. Like, come on, but like you don't feel that same way of uh, if you said if you mean if like Red Resident Evil and Dead Space were. Uh, part of the game of the year? Yes. Okay. Oh, I would be mortified. Yeah. Because, like, I, I... I don't know how RE4 is fucking up for game of the year. That's insane. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Insane. We we'll talk about it when we get to it. Um, Next up, we have Best Adaptation. This is a returning award from last year. I fucking love this award. Recognizing outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. We have Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, the Super Mario Bros. movie, and Twisted Metal. And Trio, who do you think has the most votes for this one? I mean, one? it's... So I vote, so you want to hear... I have two choices on this one. There are, I think the, the, the award is only between two people, yeah. in my opinion. So I... Despite Castlevania not being good. Castlevania is my favorite. Personally. Okay. Of the year. Okay. What's gonna win... Oh, obviously. Right? Can we say it the same yeah. time? The Last, Last of Us. Us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's not it's even a win. thought. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I can't even win. imagine... So the, that's la- really the, the Last of Us, say. obviously the game broke the zeitgeist at the time, but the show also did the exact same thing. So Absolutely. it's kind of hard to see it not ble- uh, um, beating out the only other contender, in my opinion. The Super Mario movie. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, that yeah. is the but real I, one. Yeah. I just think The Last of Us has, like, the star power of the IP to just kind of end, like, the narrative to just propel it a little bit forward. I'm um, willing to say it's a 80% chance The Last of Us. 20% Dude, chance the Mario. Wild. Neil Druckmann's going to be like, what the fuck, Jeff? <laughs> what, <laughs> what the is, hell, man? What did you do? Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, for our poll, seventy percent Last of Us, thirty percent Mario. Um, I still <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that up like, yeah, yeah. Actually, I was like 80, 80, 20. 20. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. That's all. Um, I mean, I I still want to watch Gran Turismo. Do you have any interest in watching Twisted Metal? I, uh, so I started it on oh, Peacock. Okay. I, it was a while back, that, huh? and I know, I know, I meant oh. to. It was kind of in. I don't remember when it happened. I feel like it was, it was at a, a crazy times. Uh, it was all a but I didn't end up getting to finish it because I had Peacock for a month just to like I can't remember why I li- I had like a free something and then it went out and I never got back to it. Yeah. The first three episodes were good. I enjoyed it actually a lot. I listened to the spoiler cast like uh, of Sacred Symbols talking about it because mm-hmm. I just wanted to like you know yeah know what's going on be informed sure um yeah but I didn't hear a lot about it neither did I hear Gran Turismo I heard Gran Turismo's I or it's fine yeah yeah <sighs> I'm gonna take a drink please do. Yeah, Gran Turismo, I want to check out. I felt like that changed uh, titles about five times, like Rebel Moon is doing. Like, where it was like, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo, a true story. Gran, and then it was Gran like, Turismo, a true story about About Turismo. a man who played video games and then became a race car driver. What is Turismo? <laughs> Hell of I know. Alfred, but Batman's butler. Let's go. Next up, we have Best Narrative for Outstanding Storytelling and Narrative Development in a Game. Of course, Alan Wake 2. Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. I don't think Spider-Man 2 
has a shake in this race, in, in my opinion. I agree. But Phantom Liberty also might... It, a lot of people are being really contentious that Phantom Liberty is being included as a game. It's not. It is a That DL- is true. It That's is a DLC. Expansion. Yeah, it's an expansion. Yeah. I didn't... Wait, so this is for which... I'm sorry, I'm having like... Which award did we just read off? Narrative. Yeah, that is so an the, interesting the, the, thing. So clearly, the expansion and the DLC is big enough that to the point where people are including it when they're voting for this. Which yeah, I, I, don't know. I get, but it, it's like kind of not fair to that a does, full game. I, that does feel a bit slippery. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I, I think didn't it even is an think about that. So who did you vote for? Best narrative. I think I went for... In my mind, like the, the, the real choice I think is Baldur's Gate just because of how crazily well that apparently interweaves so many different choices and, and things throughout the world. Uh, other, what were the other four now? I'm trying to think. Alan Jesus Wake Christ. 2, Cyberpunk, Baldur's Gate, FF16, Spider-Man. I think I voted for Baldur's Gate. Out of those... You like, and 50% of, uh, of, the, of our polls. I would have liked to see... Jedi Fallen Order on there. So, like, I don't know. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. Even, like, I mean, Hogwarts, take out, I think. Bring it up, Hogwarts yeah, Legacy. We got to talk about Hogwarts Legacy. We're going to get to it at the end. Yeah, but. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I, now that you've brought that up about Phantom Liberty, I, I am finding myself agreeing. Yeah, I'm, I, I, yeah. Because I, I think it's a fair I, point. I can't help but be like, yeah, it, where is the best DLC or best, like, you know, like, like, ad, like additional content? Like, I, I think I, I, I have to, it, Feel like we had a, like a best DLC award at some point in Jeff Keeley's video game awards, like for, for yeah, years. Something like I'm like I, that had to have been an award at some point. Yeah, because um, you just, would think, right? You um, would think. And then we had 30 percent go to Alan Wake two. I was an Alan Wake two guy. I'll explain that in a sec. And then, and then 20 percent to Marvel's Spider Man. So nobody voted for FF16, and nobody voted for Cyberpunk on our list. Um yeah, Marvel Spider-Man Two. The first one's better. That I think that 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 should be as much information as you. Are you need. saying story-wise or just in general? I'm saying uh, I think both. Okay, uh, I, I haven't beaten it yet, sure. uh, and I really like Final Fantasy 16, so I'm glad it's here. But Alan Wake Two is such a unique experience. This is like again, this is Sam Lake's alter showing a little bit. Like nobody's ever going to make another game like this. Its narrative is so interesting and so cool. And what Remedy is doing with Alan Wake Two and what they're what they've done with Control and the first Alan Wake, like it's like a masterclass in storytelling. It it just feels so quality. So I I just couldn't ignore it. And Baldur's Gate Three, great story, but. It's just, you know, it's it's a good RPG. I think Alan Wake is just sets itself a- apart from the rest. I would say I would say Baldur's Great Gate just from what I've seen is a great RPG to a degree, especially in the way of how it tells its story, but like just to bring it back to Alan Wake. Uh by the way, they made that game for how much do you think, Gooch? The second one? Yeah. I'll ballpark you a 25 million. Oh, okay. No, that not Fifty million seventy plus advertising. So, wow! They, wait, 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 wait! They fin- they they seventy million total with with marketing and everything. Oh, uh, okay. That is apparently supposedly not possible if you talk to many other game developers and, and some very high budgets. I'm looking because I heard them talking about it on Sacred, Sacred Symbols. Symbols, and I just I googled it. So this is on Wikipedia. I know like Control was made for like next to nothing too. And that's a really fantastic game. So, like, 
I don't know. I think Alan Wake 2 is just an amazing example of having a story you want to tell and, and just I, making it the game, and it doesn't have to be this big, wide, crazy thing. It's nice to play a single-player game that's kind of linearly focused. taking me along, and guess what? I have a gun, and I have a flashlight. And that's it. That's it. Yeah, I got some inventory. There's like, some really cr- it's interesting expanded idea. upon from the first one, but it, do- it doesn't feel like it's trying to do, like, 17 million things. This could have been Alan Wake 2 open world, where you're driving around and, and hitting darkness nodes in every corner of the fucking like map like i don't know i have to go up the tower to unveil the darkness and, and take out the I'm node. alan wake and yeah. i write uh, i'm a writer there's no one else here uh <laughs> yeah i i don't know i think alan wake you know gooch maybe going back i think i would switch my, my man. mind to, to i want to see sam oh, i'm not gonna see it live i want to see sam wake get up on that stage and be like and take a sip of his coffee and then just fucking walk off and then just kind of get like his face i do you think sam Wake's an attractive man you know, Gooch, t- I, I Tr- think he's tell fun. Me, tell me he's not good looking. He's He's got, he's not not good looking, but he has like a very, not, pati- not particular, he's got not the right word. He's got a face that you know. Right? And, it's, and, and you know what? It's very I just like, I see Sam Lake and I'm like, that's Sam Lake. That's a guy I want to yeah, be. I want to have a coffee with this yeah, guy. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, <laughs> so would I say he's attractive? Sure. I, I just think, he, I think he's pretty attractive. That's and I'm not gay. I'm just saying. But we're, we're not gay. We're just saying no right? homo. I would. I would. I would go. We on have a to say that after, or with, else you would think so. Sam like, <laughs> yeah. uh, best community support, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates. Again, I think this just goes on ongoing. But here we are. Baldur's Gate three. Oops, sorry. Baldur's Gate three. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Destiny two, which definitely ain't winning it yeah. after those layoffs and all that bullshit. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen and No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky definitely ain't winning, and nobody voted for it. Um, I don't have a pony in this y- race. <laughs> so no- Baldur's Gate 3 with 50% of the vote for us. All right. Um, 20% going to F- FF14 and 3% going to Cyberpunk. I voted Cyberpunk because I think it has made a lot of strides, and I think to it is listen, something to recognize. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Also, on the other hand, Baldur's Gate 3 kind of did the same thing, because if you didn't know, it was in beta for a long time, yeah. so they had to listen to community support and kind of, you know... The get, epitome of that, th- almost. The reason that game was not a mess when it came out is because it was in beta for, like, a year and a half, mm. two years. Um, so that's something to recognize. Again, I think Destiny 2, FF14, No Man's Sky, you guys have had your time. Get the fuck out of here. Well, it just I think it shows you how kind of irrelevant this award is. Exactly. That like, they have they're to just pull have to in. use the same things every year. Right, right. And like at least know. at least like again, I think you combined an award like this with ongoing and you kind of make it more meaningful and actually do games that came out maybe in the past two or three years, like yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. know. I like, know. like, cap yourself. It's just a weird like, Final award. Final Fantasy fourteen is like a fucking ten year old game. At it's this a point. weird like, award. Yeah, 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 I don't know what yeah, it's really for. Yeah. To be honest, come on. Most anticipated game recognizing an announced game that has demonstrated il- that is demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. Chris Trio, uh, our nominees are. Final I'm a nominee. No. Yeah. Okay. Our, our nominees are Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades 2, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. Um, our voters chose for 33% of the vote Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, for 44.4% of the vote Hades 2, 22.2, 
to Star Wars Outlaws, and Hades. I assume Interesting. that was your yeah. Vote. I, that's the only one I even sort of care about on that list. Yeah, um, yeah. Hades, uh, Hades is a game I never played, so I kind of don't care about it. I remember when it was up for it like two years ago. It was like that was like the constant like yeah, it's good, but we haven't played it kind of thing. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is like all, like it's coming out in January. That's so, part two of the remake or whatever, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like almost here. Do I think it's going to propel the medium forward? Maybe. Uh, do I think any of these games are going to do that? I've especially GTA Six should have been on here. No, it just doesn't have a date. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's like it has to have like a date. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. It has to be like yeah. near. I don't even know how Star Wars Outlaws is here. I feel like that's not coming out next year, even though it probably got a date of next year. I just don't feel like it. Tekken Eight just feels like a weird pick. Um, yeah, I feel like re- not recency bias, but coming up soon bias has like uh, a big part to play here. Absolutely, um, I mean, yeah, and I find and it, just personal taste. I find it interesting that uh, Like a Dragon's on here, which is like the Yakuza game that spun off. I started playing the one that they put on Game Pass last night just because I'm like, like this a, looks yeah. weird and goofy, and I don't know. What's it was going actually on. called Yakuza Like yeah. a Dragon, and. Uh, it's fun. Uh, oh, wait, I don't know if the I'll new one that the just newest came out? one, the man who whatever fear or something like what yeah, is it called? the yeah. man who something his name. <laughs> yeah, 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 that one. Uh, where, know, where's Where's Daily D's in the Discord? Yeah, like, I know, right? Fucking you, hate probably lo- yeah. <laughs> You're like, guys, come on, come on, fucking play. <laughs> what do we got next? Yeah, I I felt like I felt like that listing could have been just been stronger. Like Final Fantasy Seven, but like it's coming out in like two months. I just don't know? know what else even to throw on there. Yeah. Like again, we you think next year's gonna be real light? Probably. Yeah, I mean, this year was such a banger. I mean, it was, excuse me, I'm sorry. It was just the backup from all the pandemic madness. So that really just kind of all exploded at once. So I'm curious. Yeah, uh, I don't really know. Chris Connor, thank you for correcting me. February, um, but still, two months away. Two months. Well, it's like four, technically. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like going from like Whatever, December. two months, six months. Best months. action adventure game for best action adventure game uh, combining... Uh, combat with traversal and puzzle solving. So that was something I kept in mind was like the traversal and the puzzle solving. What what combines all that stuff? Um, the nominees were Alan Wake 2, or R, I should say, uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Jedi uh, Survivor, and Tears of the Kingdom. I voted Tears of the Kingdom, um, and so did 63.6% of our audience. Um, 9.1% was Jedi Survivor, and 27.3% was Spider-Man. When it comes to gameplay, puzzles, traversal, it seems like Tears of the Kingdom is your bag. And it does it really well. Alan Wake 2, its combat is not something I would praise. Sure. It's serviceable, and it's there. But it's not something I'd be like, wow. Let me tell you about the combat in Alan Wake 2. Yeah. I think jedi survivor is easily my my go-to for this because i just feel like it marries it all so well and that combat to me is so much fun and such an interesting kind of evolution of what we got from the first game and the different stances and all the different jedi powers and everything and you start that game feeling fully powered which i really appreciate i didn't feel like i was just thrown back down a level zero to restart and and relearn all this bullshit uh yeah i don't know i i thoroughly enjoyed Jedi Survivor. The only thing, the only game that I don't think belongs here is Resident Evil Four. What traversal in Resident Evil Four? What do you? What again? You don't. I think you don't. Did you play RE Four? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I was like, we reviewed. Yeah, yeah. We reviewed yeah. That. I. <laughs> I'm not taking that stuff too literally. I kind of am, I, but it's, I a, get, it's like, a part of it's it, part of it. No, no. I it, get, even Alan Wake Two. It's like 
not really a part of, but like, think about it. The traversal in Spider-Man 2, the traversal in Jedi Survivor, the traversal in Tears of the Kingdom. You can apply that to Definitely. all those games. That's true. So, so that's it, a fair way to start eliminating, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's something to think about. No, that's fair. What is Spider-Man without that web swing? Well, of course, but what's Spider-Man the character without web swinging? Yeah, true. But like, like that's a, but that's, it's that's a key part. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're doing it well. It's not like it's like, you know, Spider Man two two, the video game from like two thousand three where apparently you're apparently pretty like yeah. You know. No, I think that one you actually did shoot buildings. Maybe not. I can't remember. No, I think you're right. Uh, but like not you know, nothing Spider Man one, you were just on like random weird buildings and the clouds were like underneath you. Yeah, so you well, couldn't well, even that see was the with, street. Um, was that Carnage who was doing that? I can't remember. Yeah, That's, you were like on top of the buildings. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What a, what a way to write that into mm-hmm. your game. Yeah, I, I I could see Tears of the Kingdom just mopping up the floor with this, like like our audience predicted, and as well as I did. But not you, Trio. I'm not predict. Again, uh, like, are these? Oh. Are we coming at these from the angle of what's going to win or what's our choice? I think it's kind of both. See, that's on yeah, what that's kind of what I've be. been given. Yeah. See, th- my choice was what I think is going to win. I see. Uh, what, what compared to what I played, I'd probably put Jedi Survivor. I say, but like I know but that's you not know, going to win. I see. Yeah, I'm yeah, using yeah. my industry knowledge. Fair. What should be on this list, in my opinion, which was snubbed, Final Fantasy 16 should be here. It shouldn't be for best RPG. Which hold on, let me look back. Is up next. We're going to be talking about it. And I mentioned this on the review. I don't know if you remember, but I really tried to make it hit home. Final Fantasy 16 is like barely an RPG. It is an action adventure game. That's what um, I heard people with RPG like elements. Mm-hmm. It's all about the combat and the combos. That's not an RPG thing, um, and I, you know, and I and I get it. They, uh, you know, I I think when Jess like pulled out the press release and we were reading it, and they were like, actually, an RPG. Like, you know, they're kind of like like treading the line here. But like, I think when it came down to it, I think I feel like the committees who voted on this kind of fucked up with this. So like, obviously, it's not Jeff's fault. These are the people voting sure. for this game. Um, Still waiting on our invite, Jeff. Anyways. Yeah, where where yeah. when is DNN the little guy gonna be speaking up? Um, best role playing game up next. Uh, best uh, for the best game designed with the player rich character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. We have Baldur's Gate, Final Fantasy sixteen, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Trio's Boy Starfield. Eighty um, percent of the vote goes to Baldur's Gate three. It, it's gonna win. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, no like, question. It's going to sweep all these. No question about it. Two vo- uh, 20% of the vote, sorry, went to Starfield. Uh, you know, we talked to that. We had our whole review. I, I, I am definitely liking that game more than Baldur's Gate, but I think it's just from, it's may, it's a big part of it is from the play style, as I've alluded to many times here. Uh, but yeah, Starfield takes that for me for sure. But Baldur's Gate's going to win. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there's no there's no doubt in my mind. It's it's a shame. Like I heard Sea of Stars is kind of like an old school JRPG Mm -hmm. that a lot of people loved, but it's like the indie of of the group. Like it just it's going to get trounced. Mm -hmm. Lies of P is the same thing. I feel like it's like it's the it's the the rookie of the group. It's just going to get trounced by these triple A's. Yeah, I just don't think anything pales in comparison to Baldur's Gate 3. It, it it's a game that is, you know, pierced the zeitgeist this year, has introduced a lot of people to CRPGs and um D D. So it's kinda hard What's to ignore. CRPG again? Computer RPG. Oh. Yeah. It just, Wouldn't that just it's just a turn based RPG? It's an no, it's an old school term that hmm. just it was like D and D like games that were only on PC. Yeah, it's a, it's an old term that oh. people just still you use. learn something new every day. Best action game for the best game in the action genre, focused primarily on combat. What do you know, Trio? 
Pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant 2. 57.1% of the vote went to Armored Core 6 with um, 42.3% to Hi-Fi Rush. <laughs> I think Hi-Fi Rush wins this. Um, I feel like Armored Core 6 is a bit more niche. Yeah, even though it's a From game. You played Dead Island 2. No. No. No, I played... Uh, uh, What's the other zombie uh, game? I'm forgetting. Uh, Dying Light. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was last year. I yeah, believe. I was going to yeah. say. I was like, that's what I thought this game was. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is kind of like a bum category. I think it's between Hi-Fi Rush and Armored Core, but I think Hi-Fi Rush For will sure. win it. Like, do you think like a Spider-Man should, or, or like Spider-Man or, or Jedi Fallen Order would be in there? Like, that's, that's like the, I, But it's a game like... I guess our... I guess, Spider-Man has a narrative. Um, sure, I guess this that is it's more focused on. This sure, is like okay. combat. And I, I know see. Hi-Fi Rush has a story. But, but combat is the big draw. Right. Yeah. Armor Core 6 is the same thing. Makes sense. But All it's right. focused on combat. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Trio, we've come to the best award of the year, as always. Best family game. <laughs> you mean <laughs> the, the Nintendo award? Yeah. <laughs> for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective a platform or genre. We have Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I wonder. 70% of the vote going to Wonder, and then everything else besides, I don't know who the fuck, I don't even know what Disney Illusion Island is, got 10%. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Wonder's going to take it. Easily. It's between that and Pikmin. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Again, uh, I still would Award. love to see... Uh, more of Wonder. I haven't had the chance. Maybe I'll buy it and it'll get, be my second game of the year maybe on Santa Switch. Will put in your yeah, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Um, I'd be like a nice Christmas game. I don't yeah, know. it would be, actually. Yeah. It's always a funny award. Always a funny one. A funny one, indeed. We're down to our last two awards. Uh, best Game Direction awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and inno- Innovation in Game Direction and Design. We have Alan Wake 2. Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Trio, who'd you vote for? I voted for Alan Wake, if I'm not mistaken. Because I just think from the get-go, that game's so well thought out for all the reasons I feel like I I probably already laid out for you. I'm actually going to go see who I voted for. Keep talking. It's atmospheric. (laughs) It's engrossing. The story is pretty wild and out there. Something you have to definitely pay attention to. It feels like it's a game made with purpose, and I do think it it introduced Remedy, Remedy, I should say, to that auteur status, as you alluded to earlier, Gooch. It's it's a Kojima-like studio now, I think, because of this in a lot of ways. And, you know, before, I feel like it really was, even with Control, it's it's such an interesting and different game. Uh, I, I can't help but think they deserve it the most. Of course, Baldur's Gate's amazing, and I think your game direction from the beginning on that has to be pretty, you know, tight and 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 locked in. But they do have that kind of I wouldn't say privilege, but it is cool that they can have that early access time to really sit there and think about what they want to do with the game. But Gooch, who'd you vote for? Alan Wake too. Yeah, I would I would agree. Um Again, yeah, I think it's that that alter uniqueness that Alan Wake 2 has that really set it self above the rest. Again, I think this this ward is probably going to fight with Tears of the Kingdom 
and Baldur's Gate 3. I think it's going to be really close. I feel like it should only fight with Baldur's Gate 3, personally. I know it's not going to, and I know Zelda's going to be up there. But, like... I And even, like, I feel the similar way about Spider-Man, of, like... They did have that world to, 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 to work with first. They did have a bit more of a setup to go with. And, and not to say Alan Wake didn't, but like that my, had like a 10-year My gap. issue with Spider-Man is its game direction was already set up from the sequel. Sure. It's already there from the, fir- yeah, from for the sure. first one. Like, it's already there. So, like, for me, it's like, it's it's not really, like, unique, per I agree. se. Yeah. Um, like, and, um, like, I'm sorry. I do think, you know, like a Starfield should be up there or something like you know, that. Like, you know, a lot of these games are sequels, but, like, comparing Alan Wake 1 to Alan Wake 2 is just, like, it's Insane. such a large gap. It's such yeah. a large gap. I mean, like, but it it shows you like, but it still feels the same in in yeah, weird ways. It does, like you know, yeah. What I mean? it's it, like, it is still Alan Wake, yeah. like you through and through. And that, I think that's what makes it stand out. Is it's not a sequel that like I feel like looking at Baldur's Gate two, which a game I don't even know anything about, but to Baldur's Gate three, they are probably like not even in the same ballpark of type of game. I mean, I know they're both D and D based, but like. Alan Wake two and Alan Wake one are still very much Alan Wake. Like nothing, they haven't lost but, and they, that. B- sauce. But they also really kind of committed to the horror aspect of it as well, which I adore. Yeah, which is something they didn't do with the first one. No, it's it's definitely um, more action oriented. Yeah, and Spider Man is still Spider Man. Like, w- sure, Tears of the Kingdom is still Breath of the Wild. Like that DNA that it was like that was not that long ago is still there. Absolutely. Um, but I feel like Tears of the Kingdom will kind of come out on chart on on top. So makes sense to to go with our conversation. Forty percent to Alan Wake, forty percent to Baldur's Gate three, ten oh. percent to Tears of the Kingdom, ten percent to Wonder. So Ooh. they are What's conver- Wonder, Wonder. Mario. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, What's I'm like, wonder? What's a Wonder? Yeah, who <laughs> Mario? What? All right. Is it the big boy? The big boy game. Of the year. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. We've talked about them. Here they are again. Alan Wake 2 by Remedy. Baldur's Gate 3 by Larian Studios. Marvel's Spider-Man by Insomniac Games. Resident Evil 4 by Capcom. Super Mario Bros. Wonder by Nintendo. And The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom by Nintendo. Who do you, what do you think our audience said? Like, give me percentages. And and you, sorry, who do you think has the most? Well, let me let me like let me let me let me make this a little easier for you. <laughs> Who's taking it from our audience poll? Yes, Zelda. No, I'm sorry, Baldur's Gate. Yes, yeah, duh. I, I don't know. Eighty-one point eight percent of the vote. Yeah, I voted for Baldur's Gate three. Again, Alan Wake 2 is great. We've been praising it this whole time. But I, I and we have a few write-ins that really just exemplify exactly what we're going to talk about. Baldur's Gate 3 just broke the barrier, just like Elden Ring did last year. Um, it's hard to argue with it. I, can, I totally agree. Zel- Tears of the Kingdom did it, that. It held the zeitgeist a, for sure. But it's a sequel. Yeah. Wonder, not even on the same playing field. Resident Evil 4, it's a fucking remake. Spider-Man 2 is a sequel. <laughs> well, and it's Gate, a, but, Baldur's Gate 3 
Also but a I don't think a sequel. Alan Wake 2. Also I was going to say, I don't think a sequel negates you innately. I, I, it's just more how much you are truly changing the formula. Here, here's why I think it negates it. Right. That's what I mean. Because so like, it's been it's been such a short time between, like, realistically, between Spider-Man 1 and 2. But, like, guess the game that defined what Spider-Man is is Spider-Man 1. So it stands out because we've never had it before. And I do think the thing that holds it back a little bit is the setting. And I think it's an issue that Sorry, I feel the like setting of Spider-Man. Okay, I think it's an unfortunate <laughs> that's an thing, interesting thing to say because it's, it doesn't hold back. Because Spider-Man should be in New York. That's where Spider-Man is, especially. And I think Spider-Man that's that's true in the sense of if you want to do an open-world Spider-Man game, I think you can tell a Spider-Man story anywhere on in the world and and, and make it interesting and, and do different things. But you then have to make the game more linear. So Spider-Man starts out at a kneecap. Or Spider-Man 2, I should say, by having to kind of exist in the same space. And, you know, they expanded and they gave us queens and all that stuff. And they gave us the web wings to explore. But, like, I, I do think that unfortunately takes away from it. Whereas you get something like my favorite example to use to compare to this is the Arkham series. And I talked to you about this, Gooch. Mm-hmm. It starts off very organically with the setting of Arkham Asylum itself. The next one is able to really kind of open up and take you into a more open world space and really change the game with Arkham City. And then you get to the even larger space of Gotham City itself that you can build even more on top of where I do think it's tough for Spider-Man to do that. And I don't know. I don't feel like there was the same type of evolution that we see in something like an Alan Wake, for instance, or... Or another sequel that maybe I can't think of right now. I, I, I don't think it, negate, it negates it outright if it's a sequel. It just depends on what that sequel does and how transformative it is. And I could actually, I think, say the same about the remake shit to a degree. Because, listen, if you want to put like Final Fantasy VII's remake in there for a Game of the Year slot on a different year, I'm a bit more open to that it's such because a, it's much more transformative right it's it's not just taking what we had before and making and like, it one-to-one right final and, fantasy 7 original and the remake are like absolutely nothing alike the only thing they have the same is obviously the narrative yeah it's a bug down here oh yeah. uh, i was like dude what's i thought you were just making a face no 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 but when you get to something like a more one-to-one remake like resident evil 4 or a dead space you're walking on choppy ground, and I just I don't agree with putting that in the nominations at all. No, I, I and think I know it, Resident I think Evil Two was part of it before. I, I looking back, that shouldn't have been in there either. But I think that was a slower time at the, also. Right. Um, like, let's talk about the snubs real quick. Hogwarts Legacy should be in Game of the Year. I agree. With I, how I don't, well it sells, I actually don't think it needs to be in any other award category. But I think it it fuck re four. Hogwarts Legacy or Final Fantasy 16? I, and I know Final Fantasy 16 isn't perfect, but I think it is a really good I game. I think and there it's are a, four to five other games that you could logically slot in that place, or even Starfield. I agree. Like I, yeah, for your like, case, for, I mean, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't think so, but you know, no, exactly. No, I mean, if it was there, I wouldn't complain. That's what I'm just saying. I feel like there are other. Take out the Starfield of it all. Even Hogwarts, like, like I think that there are many more worthy original titles. Right. From this year, that and not even like okay, it's a it's a it's a sequel, but like it's a remake, and it's all, like you said, the how close it is to the original. They changed a few. Like, little we've things. already made this game and had its opportunity, like 
like 17 years ago. Like it, it doesn't deserve to be with Alan Wake two. And Baldur's guess what? Three, I'm sorry, Spider Man, uh, Zelda, Dead Space is a superior remake. That's all I'm gonna say. It's from its lighting, from its graphics to its gameplay. To every to its tight experience, I don't know. I just think Dead Space takes it in every way, and that's not to speak to the originals. I just think Dead Space feels like a true next get, next gen remake, whereas RE4 feels like something I could play on my PlayStation 4, which apparently I think you can actually. So, wait, what did you say? I was saying like no, just the last part. What oh, can you play like, on your PS4? I can, which I, I Resident Evil 4 looks like I could play it on my PS4, oh, right, which right, I can right, play. Because right. again, PS4. that is something to think about. I I think. Alan Wake is the best looking game this year. Um, I think Dead Space looks better. Okay, <laughs> that's just we can okay. agree to disagree. That's just okay. my that's my. Piece. But like Zelda's Zelda Nintendo games don't have the graphics category. They look great, sure they're artistic, but like and like Spider Man, it looks good. It looks actually, great. Actually, it looks awesome. But I, like, I can't wait to talk about the faces in the review. I cannot wait to talk <laughs> about these faces. But the game, like the, like the models, dude. There is a big moth down here. It's not huge, but it, big, it, yeah. it's it's flying. Might be a mosquito, actually. But no, I don't know. Get get it out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like Spider Man. Like I think like Starfield suffers from ugly character models. Hundred percent. Like um, and you know Baldur's Gate three. Everyone looks great. Um, and it's a great looking game. Um. But I think Baldur's Gate 3 is better gameplay than Alan Wake, personally. Um, I disagree with that, for sure. I just, <laughs> I, and that's, again, coming down to just how I like it's to It's just deeper, game. naturally. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, again, I think Alan Wake that is... That I do like nobody more, is, for sure. Nobody is critiquing Alan Wake 2 because of its gameplay. I think people would critique it because of its story um, yeah, over it. Maybe. Like, I, I think people, when you play Alan Wake, like, you kind of understand, like, what the game is supposed to be gameplay, and you're probably not critiquing critiquing it as to what it's not you're you're kind of focusing on what it is i could see people saying this is simple and kind of boring to be honest yeah. with the Alan which Wake is stuff. kind of what we said with the remaster when we were talking about it. yeah. it's like the gameplay is like you you flashlight you shoot, you shoot and that's yeah. it they <laughs> like, kind of give you a little bit more grenades. in this one but yeah again it's nothing out there and insane definitely inspired by resi or resident evil 4 and stuff like that absolutely but yeah i don't know i it just doesn't feel like and, and and Penza was saying this in our Discord, and I don't doubt it at all, and I, I definitely heard it too, that like, you know, everyone was talking about Resident Evil 4. And I think that's fine and fair, and I think it's a fucking fantastically fun and amazing looking game. But I, I just think on principle, you can't take these one... I, I think there is a pretty clear line to draw between a remake that is RE4 and... Uh, fuck. Final Fantasy 7. Mm-hmm. But that's just my two cents, Gooch. All right, so let's move on. Uh, and win the spirit of the game of the year. Um, we had a lot of write-ins for, you know, we had a, one of our responses, which, why should X game win X award? Most of people wrote in for a game of the year. And sorry we can't get to them all. Some of them are a little lengthy, too, um, which is fine. We no, it's appreciate right. keep, when, you, when you do it, if you can keep them pithy, that's always helpful. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps, it helps me be able to pick. Um but I think um, Surf the Void writes in with a great response um, for why Baldur's Gate 3 is RPG and Game of the Year. In, uh, it, it, in quite possibly the best year in gaming ever, Baldur's Gate 3 is a miraculous achievement that truly embodies the meaning of RPG and Game of the Year. While not, while not the best seller at having the most mainstream appeal, the small team at Larian delivered a truly special benchmark title that will be referenced for years to come. 
Nothing's even come close, in my opinion. Surf the Void, I... That's, like, perfectly sums it up. I agree. And, like, I, I think the only the only buzz term you missed in there was zeitgeist. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, um, you know, I think Baldur's Gate 3 really is exactly what you said. In the best year in gaming... It stands atop. <laughs> it, it is the top. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Um, let's see. This might be a little difficult. I did not prep this as much as I should it's um, right. with, like, people yeah. to things. So do me a favor. I'm, should I read? It's funny because everyone wrote in about Baldur's Gate 3. So <laughs> Maybe we should just do a couple Baldur's Gate and then see if we can move on to something that yeah, else. Yeah, and they're long. Uh, I love you guys. But um, I know Jess Jarnago wrote in uh, about the music. Uh, Soken should win best score. And she mentioned this on our review. Just listen to that song when you fight Titan. Can't beat it. I mean, like, the boss battle songs in that game are are epic um yeah i wish i i wish i i prepped these ones a little bit more because it's kind of confusing i'm sorry because then um, you gotta skim as you're gonna read them and then it's like yeah well the thing is i want to i'm i'm gonna read like the next ones are a little bit easier because they're shorter mm-hmm. <laughs> um but i just want to put names to what people wrote in um but i might not be able to do that i'll try to do it well this one is 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 i am not going to read any names out because so many people wrote it in <laughs> what do you think will be announced uh, i mean see say I it say it gta 6 i mean everyone wrote in well but gta it's like, 6 be, the only reason i'm thinking that is just and it's so obvious it's because they said early december is when you'll get the first trailer i mean i think i don't think rockstar needs an event like that to un- unveil it no, they'll do and, it as I mean, the, on their saying own court but can I can I make a counterpoint to your point? Please. This is not the same Rockstar you knew. No, that's true. I this is but not like the same team. It's not the same people. I don't think that but Dan Hauser is so I don't think that type of stuff changes. They've oh, they've I stayed do. this secretive. They've said and I do think I could see them taking the, but like seeing the game awards as a big draw now and truly something that's been kind of uh established for a few years and maybe feeling a bit more comfortable doing that but dude they love their their game informer they love their yeah, fucking they do i don't know vulture covers for some reason or something like that like i don't know maybe they and you're right don't get me wrong they are very different from the rock star before so maybe i could eat my words and maybe and i'm hopeful it will be there because dude are you kidding me gta 6 announced fully on my birthday gooch i'll take that in a minute my friend yeah but like happy birthday yeah exactly. <laughs> thank you Rockstar. it's only been 10 years my favorite me quick sidebar the meme of vince vince mcmahon like when he's just like no no it's yeah. like someone was like it was like my buddy when he asks to play gta 6 after waking up from his 10-year coma and he's just like so good but uh that's the big one i don't know anything else we had somebody write in um something spyro related and I really like that because now that Activision is under Xbox, I feel like like Toys for Bob became like a a uh, Call of Duty team. Yeah, that is uh, funny. Which that is wild. Sucks. I know they did uh, the Crash stuff and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, those were really. I good would too. love to see a new Spyro game. Yeah, I love the remakes. Um, I w- I would love to see that. Yeah, I forgot. I, um, I own them. Uh, those are really fun. Um, obviously Death Stranding 2 is going to be at the Game Awards, hopefully. And if it's not, if Kojima's there and it's not Death Stranding 2, it's going to be his Xbox game, or it's going to be Overdose, whatever. I think that's the Xbox game that he's doing. I, I think he'll be there. He was there last year. He hasn't showed Death Stranding since last year. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think he'll be there. I'm trying to think about what else. Um, 
If we got Hellblade again, I'd just be like, dude, can we just like fucking Shut see up. this game? Yeah. yeah, this is the third time you've been to the Game Awards. Mm, yeah, because it was care. there last year. Um, trying to think of what else is like could be there. I mean, we'll probably you know we're gonna get some out. Elder Scrolls Six. We're gonna get some out of park <laughs> shit. Like maybe Fable, uh, the new Fable game. I would like to see that. Yeah, you know, like a yeah. full real reveal, like of yeah. the gameplay and stuff. Yeah, Phil Spencer comes out on stage and is like, he waves his magic sword. Right, he's like, we, you asked. <laughs> We're delivering. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had a lot of comments. Comments on awards omitted. Um, <laughs> omitting Indie Games Awards is criminal. <laughs> wrote in. Um, yeah, and somebody's, uh, you know, yeah, like, honestly, that was anyone, all the comments were about the Indie Games. It, it, it's simply because we didn't play them. It is and nothing, we just have nothing to say. Like, right. Just, I have well, no- again, and we'll go over the award when it happens. Like, right, we'll, we'll go right. through it. We just don't. We're pieces of shit. We only follow the mainstream guys. We only follow what's on the zeitgeist, not under it yet. So, <laughs> what can I say? So just get with it. Yeah, get with us. Yeah, Come on, I, I, it's funny when like when Jeff like did the best debut and best indie game. I'm like, I don't know any of those. Yeah, like at least some of like like most years. Like I'm like, oh, like Signalis or There's something. You yeah. know, like something I recognize. Pentiment, whatever. Like I'm like, oh, I at least like I understand it. Like I've heard of it. I know what it is. But like with, with some of these, I'm like. Maybe the year was just too crowded for indies. Maybe that's something to consider. Yeah. The, like the AAA, you know, punch punch em ups were just fucking all the little guys up. Absolutely. Like they, you know, there there was no room to breathe for these smaller titles this year. Before you jump to the next one, yeah, I do want to go back to whoever said this is quite possibly the best year in video games. I think it a hundred percent is the best year in video games. Period in modern history. Like before, like you know, you could get into like stuff like when this, when the Sega whatever came out, or the the first video game console came out. Like this has just everything, and I know it's come, it's 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 mostly, it, oh Jesus, it's mostly come from the fact that a lot of stuff has been kind of built up and and pent up since the the old Pandy rolled through, and a lot of things got delayed. But uh, it was truly a one of a kind year. Yeah, like, I, I think there's something there for everyone, and if there isn't, I don't know what kind. I of I think the like. years that people bring up as the best years in gaming are 2007 yep. and 1998. Um, I don't really think anyone else talks about any other. And years again, I guess like I'm, I'm more talking like even this. from like tw- 2000 on, like modern day gaming modern consoles. gaming uh, modern gaming consoles. Yeah, well, like I do you mean like in the 20s? I guess yeah, from the like two thousands to the twenty to the from the noughts to the twenty ten. Oh, okay. So the last 20 from the twenty years, years yeah. Okay. I, that's like I guess in the time that we've really been playing, like I think it's easily okay. the best year of video games ever. Like I had the nonstop ever like since I felt like Dead Space came out. I felt like the faucet didn't turn off, and I was being waterboarded with some amazing products. So what do you think? What do you think was snubbed of an award or misplaced? You already talked about it uh, a little bit. I'm just want to give you an opportunity to say anything. else. No, really. I uh, think the major Atomic Heart with game direction. Yeah, I had Final Fantasy uh, with art 16. direction for Atomic Heart. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I thought you said game direction. Sorry. Uh, I may have. Yeah, art direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Final Fantasy 16 for game of the year and best action RPG and shouldn't be on RPG or sorry, best action adventure not should not be on RPG. Um. Yeah, I I just the the big the big con for me is that Resi Four nomination. I would put Starfield in there personally. I, I do think it deserves to be. Do you up think there. Do you think but Starfield like, could have been anywhere else? 
Uh, yeah, like besides maybe RPG and game of the year, uh, maybe some art direction. I do love the look of that game. I think they did a really good job with their like kind of as they said NASA punk inspiration and things like that. It's very unique. Uh, other than that, though, I like I get it. I, I you know it's been it's it's been a very divisive game, and and uh, I think the games that get up put up for it aren't going to be so divisive, and that's that's totally fair and and reasonable. But really, the big thing is that. I just think Resident Evil 4 shouldn't be in there. And I would put Hogwarts Legacy right behind that because uh, that was the largest selling I, game I of the wanna, year. I want to talk about Hogwarts Legacy towards yeah. the end. Uh, but Grimson writes in and he says, I'm pretty all right with all the nominations outside of Phantom Liberty uh, being nominated for a lot, which I personally don't agree with, especially since it's technically not a whole game. And I find it odd how Armor Core 6, Fires of Rubicon wasn't... Um, Nominated for anything outside of best action game or Pizza Tower not being nominated for best independent game and only debut indie. We had that conversation last year with best independent and best debut because Stray was up for both. And it's like, I <laughs> like, can can you be both? I mean, like, I guess you technically can be both, but like, it's almost not fair because Doesn't if you, if you win best debut indie, don't you, do you, do you win best? Like, wait, sorry. If you win best independent game, and you're the best in, and you're also in the category for debut indie. You kind of just win both. It doesn't make any sense that because it should be one award. All the debut indies can be an independent game. Yeah, it should just be one award, in my opinion. Doesn't make I, any sense. I understand the debut indie. I do. It's just like it, it's a hard conversation to have. And then you know what was funny? Larian is an independent studio. So we're going back to the Death Stranding thing, where Kojima Productions is also an independent studio. So what studio. does it? What does it like? That's is so, it the price of the game? Like no, like how it's, much you spend on it, or like it's not the budget. Um, that's because kind of funny. Actually, posted a video because they were talking. Uh, Dave the Diver. I don't know if you heard of this game. Um, it's a game that came out that isn't. It, it, it's a very small title, but and the studio that behind it is funded by Nexon. They're a oh, Korean company okay. and they're huge. Yeah, so it's really not, yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sounds it may, vaguely familiar. The way they market that team that makes it, it looks indie, but like if you actually look it up, the team like who makes yeah. Dave the D- Diver has literally said we are not independent. They're up for independent game. It's a little weird. That is very It's odd. a little weird. Yeah. I'm like it seems like I mean, I don't I don't blame people for not knowing that, but like no. At the same time, it's almost like like <laughs> whoever's nominated would be like, hey, is this okay? And it's like, no, we don't consider ourselves independent. It's going to be awkward if they win because it's going to yeah, be like, like, we're not an independent studio. Like, yeah. we don't consider ourselves an independent game, and here we are accepting an award for the best independent game. It yeah, is, it's it's a little awkward. Um, but yeah, the Phantom Liberty, I think a lot of... It's if, incredibly if fa- fair point. If Phantom Liberty wins awards, people are going to be like, why was it even nominated? Yeah. I, and I think... Everything else is kind of like irrelevant because um, if it doesn't win, people won't be talking about it because it didn't win. Yeah, it didn't win. Um, uh, can you buy me? Some yeah, time? Um, I was thinking a little. Just look, I, I'm, I'm no, trying to no. since since there are a lot more d- uh, diverse ones with the snubs. I'm just kind of looking through. No, I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, Again, if you want to talk about Hogwarts Legacy, I'll jump in in a sec. Yeah, Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy. I mean, dude, just based off of how large of a game that was, and I, I felt like how much of the 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 like 
I hate. I feel like we're using Zeitgeist a lot this tonight, but like, I mean, of the, of it's, the, it's of an, the mood it takes you know, up. It's, yeah, it's an uh, important it, word. I, I don't know how it's not on there in any shape or form. And I, I know you were saying in Discord you don't think it has anything to do with the controversial stuff with that. The big, I, I, yeah, I, really I don't. I do because okay. I, I think unfortunately we said this before. This is an online issue. It's very annoying, but like in the real world, it doesn't matter. This stuff's based in online. And I think a lot of these people who wanted to vote, they didn't want to hear any shit from the annoying, crazy people who got, Well, like, if you think about it, it's games industry people voting like that. Exactly. So but that's what I mean. Who, you know, like, who so, do you think is... The people who are against Hogwarts Legacy are probably the people on these committees. Exactly. It's for those... I, I just think they don't want to be seen as, like, supporting that in any way. Right. And I think, honestly, the Game Awards were more than happy to just be like... Well, let's not talk about it. But to not get like anything at all, especially game of the year, I think that actually deserves it a hundred percent more. Like especially than a Resident Evil Four, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Eclipse Ed writes in. He says honestly, for anticipated game, which was which was an award we kind of like, you know, like eh, you know, we were like stumbling on. He said he uh, maybe a minority, and I know we have some Persona fans in the Discord, so I wanted to read this off for you. Persona Three Reload. He wished was in most independent game. And I think that's a tough award because there's, I guess, there's always so much you can put in there. Mm-hmm. There's so much, but you have to pick five. Yeah. So it's gonna be the big five, yeah. right? And like I, I, and I guess in a way, Persona. It's a remake. Persona 3 Reloaded is a remake. Mm-hmm. But that that logic should then apply to you know, Resident Evil 4, which Penzer writes in about. And he says, I'm not shocked to see RE4 in Game of the Year nomination, but FF16 should have been there. I agree with you, man. The, I think Lies of Peace should have been in Action Adventure rather than RPG. I agree with that. I, as somebody who hasn't played it, I wouldn't know. You, yeah, you, yeah, 100% you Action RPG, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, should have been in the RPG category and I would have liked to seen some love for Lords of the Fallen uh, in action venture or even game design their use of uh, seamless umbral world mecha- the seamless umbral world mechanic just by holding up the lantern is honestly incredible in a second uh, there's a whole other world in front of your character it's not it's been not getting the love it deserves in that sense. I don't even know what you're talking about. So, so it's, Lords it's, of the Fallen, there's like apparently like I, two worlds stacked on. Top yeah, of I understand yeah. once you explain it. Yeah. But yeah, I think Lords of the Fallen is just, uh, just definitely a victim of the the packed year we've had. Easily, like you know, it, it's it's there's hard a few to, that have just been drowned out. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um. But g- talking to Hogwarts Legacy, while I, while I look for maybe one more or two. Yeah, I, I, I. I I I I I just I just don't think I think people just forgot about it. I truly don't think it's the controversy thing, but like you said, it's hard to ignore best-selling game of the year. Um it's hard to ignore the Harry Potter that IP. reviewed great. Right. Like and that reviewed really well yeah. and everyone really enjoyed and everyone and your mom and your grandma and your 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 friend that you went to high school with you don't talk to you anymore and that weird girl from middle school who you know only posts on Facebook. I'm just using it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not not specifically. Uh, I'm just like throwing out some <laughs> no, random, know, like, joking, stereotypes. Joking, yeah. like everyone played Hogwarts Legacy. It was such a it was such a cultural moment. I wouldn't say zeitgeist breaking, but I I think you know everyone was playing that game. And while I don't think it it's like again, like something that should be in action, you know, like nominated for anything else. The the clear, I think you could throw that in action RPG. The, the clear pre, uh, it's action adventure. Oh, the right, clear right. presence it had alone 
garners the game of the year award. It's the best selling game of the year. Right. Like how do you how do we just again, I think that's where the committee bias like I'm sorry, then that's what that in. what does I I get it. You know, <coughs> you, you have some recency bias for sure. But, but that's but where that like thing. fake country. If you think if it came out in the summer, I'm curious what that timeline would look like if, if it would have been concerned because I would be curious too. A, a lot of people are accusing Al of Wake uh, of recency bias. Same with Wonder. I com- I I said that about Wonder. Um, but like then again, like your your Atomic Heart one also beginning of the year. Nobody is talking about Atomic Heart Nowhere. anymore. Yeah. But we were when it came out because there yeah. wasn't a lot coming out. Yeah. Um, and. Like, even Scorn last year with the better art direction category, it came out just a month or two before the game awards. Right, yeah. I think it may have had some recency bias there. Well, for sure. But again, I think Scorn's more like that game. We set it back in the thing. It's all art direction. That's what the game is. So I think that, like, <laughs> yeah. that really kind of deserved that in a way. But yeah, I, it just does feel super weird to me and a bit out of touch, to be quite frank. I, I don't, and my name's Chris, but I, I, I don't get it. I, I really don't understand the, the the complete that it doesn't exist anywhere at all that really kind of blows my mind to be honest but anywho any other interesting write-ins on there Gooch? i'm looking through yeah i should i should have prepared i i prepared this better last year because i picked the ones i wanted to talk about before the thing yeah. and i just totally blanked on doing that i'm just making That's sure right. there's nothing like really meaty or juicy or that we haven't covered we love meaty juicy things here. um yeah i'm almost done um, god i don't know I, I think it's going to be an interesting award show. But again, if Baldur's Gate 3 sweeps everything, like who's going to be surprised? Not me. That's who. Like what a what a what a shitty year to be like a smaller game. Yeah. But what a great year to be one of the greats, right? It, it's it, like in 2007, you know, that was the year Halo 3 came out. Like indie games did not exist. Right. So like it's hard to like look back and be like, "Whoa, what was it like for indies in in um in uh 2007 well there were no indies in 2007 so how how would we well no there were no indies in 2000 or sorry in 1998 when so was like, like the summer of arcade a thing like when did that start do, becoming like probably a, like right around then 2007 so thought, yeah. 2008 like you know like uh what was it what's the one uh, where they're all different colored knights castle crashers castle crashers yeah like i felt yeah, like, like that's... your braid your castle mm-hmm. crashers uh yeah again just looking through um to make sure I don't have anything. Um, that's that's it. it. Awesome. That's it. That's well, it. Uh, here, you can leave it open, actually, if you could. I'm going to turn it off before I leave. Right. Um, I want to be, like, dramatic. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Sorry. I won't, <laughs> I won't break your I apologize. I won't break your spirit. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know. Last year, I think it was clear that it was going to be a real toss-up. Like, anyone could win anything. Um, was Elden Ring last year? Because I felt like that was definitely... I felt like I remember being like, that's going to take it. But, like, like for, for sure. Game of the Year. But, like, I think every other award, like, it wasn't that stacked of a year. And it's like, yeah, it could yeah, go no, to God true. of War. It, it could go to Elden Ring. It, it could go to... A lot you know, of spread. There was a, yeah, there was much more spread. With this, like, the games just, like, even between the good and the bad, we're definitively, like, RE4 ain't winning it. No. Right where and then we you know and then we look at like do you think it see I don't think it should win it but like it ain't winning it well I, I'm, I'm sorry yeah. I'm talking about game of the year but I yeah. kind of mean all around where it's like you know we talked about action adventure and it's like yeah it's between three but like Baldur's Gate being in there it it might just it, it, it like think about the you know the people voting and stuff and like not even just, you know the audience is a ten percent difference but like. 
Hey man, it could all just go to Baldur's Gate three easily. I can easily see that happening. You know, but again, it's a great year. If Baldur's Gate three wasn't there, I think it would have been a little more between everyone else. More of a toss up. It's all. It's not always that one game, but there is that one game this year. And last year it was a you know it was the same thing, but it just was a worse year in gaming, and there was less. So it, it it almost doesn't matter that there was less. Elden Ring was there to be like. Take the spot. I'll take it. Yeah, and Elden Ring didn't. If I recall, it didn't necessarily sweep. No, I think, but it won the awards that like we people felt like it was going to. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, Gooch, it's been another fun time recapping before the Game Awards as we do every year. No, this is the second year we've done this. Oh, is it? Have we? It's only the second. I guess we've only we've always done the show though, right? Like the actual like. Yes, this is the second year we've We've done like a pre pre show show. I am reminded we need to take head. We need to take pictures before you leave. Right, good enough. So I have them. Fantastic. Well, thank you all for watching <laughs> with us live on twitch.tv slash Dr. Network. If you've been with us, we really appreciate your time. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Dr. Network. We're on all your favorite social media uh, platforms as well at Delco Nerds on basically everything. We got a Facebook page, Discord channel. All of that good stuff will be linked down below the video here. Uh, you can find all this information on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. You can even email us, Delco Nerds at gmail.com we'd be happy to get back to you uh please like share subscribe to the to the podcast we really appreciate it when you tell a friend about us too goes a long way helps spread the word we really appreciate you guys being here with us every week but for gooch i've been trio thanks for watching guys stay nerdy and we'll see you next time (laughs) 